Okay, guys, welcome, 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 welcome. My name is Dean Harris. I'm the Vice President of Crestcore Realty. Welcome to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate Podcast. It's the podcast where we give out-of-state investors the boots-on-the-ground knowledge they need to win the Memphis real estate game. As always, I'm joined by Douglas Skipworth, and Douglas is our founder, principal broker of Crestcore Realty, yeah. Crestcore Property Management, and you're our largest client. I love to say that every time you uh, you eat the cooking. So, yeah, man. Uh, guys, you can listen to our previous podcast on Spotify, iTunes. We have a Facebook page, uh, a YouTube channel. Just search um, Investor's Guide to Memphis Real Estate, and you'll be able to find all of that. If you have any questions, email me, dean at crestcore.com. I'll be happy to get right back to you. That's dean at C-R-E-S-T-C-O-R-E.com. Yep. Hey, man. How are you? Doing great. That's great. Listen, today is a good, good topic. Um, I'm excited about, you and I talk all the time about um, when you and I are saying like, you know, we're asking each other about the market or whatever it is. I'm always saying we thrive in chaos. That's probably a bad word, but we thrive in shifts and changes. And I believe we are at the beginning stages of one now. so it's going to be really important to get your market rent and to get your portfolio in shape and yep. in condition for what some will deem as a little bit of a downturn in the market, um, but what savvy investors will look at as an opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. So let's talk today. Today's show is going to be raising the rent and why. Um you know, I, I've got had, matter of fact, we had three titles, right? Raising the yeah. rent, why market rent, your portfolio power, like why this is important. So now's the time to raise rents. Now's the time yeah. to raise yeah. rents. I mean, I, I don't, I, you know, it was about six months ago, November. Well, it's more, I guess that's eight now, close or, or seven. But I was talking to an investor who had a package of 25 homes, 26 homes. And he kept saying, but you can raise the rent up and get what you want. I'm, I'm like, what? Dean, I want this price, but my market rent suggests a much lower one. But if you raise it up, you can get up. This is the value. And I and I said, well, I mean, if McDonald's made a better hamburger, then it would be 15 bucks and we'd all go. You know what I mean? Like, but unfortunately, it's not. It's a dollar and it's terrible, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know. One of our first questions is, you know, how is market rent determined? But let's talk for just a second, like, you know, importances of this topic. I mean, like from a portfolio standpoint, if you've got 20 houses in there and they're all 25% below market rent because you've been too lazy to do the work and the process to get it up versus a same location type 20 house package property that is at market rent. I mean, talk about just for a second, the values and the differences of those two. Yeah. I mean, I think to, to think where you're going is that the value of the homes is and the cash flow from the homes is where it's from your top line income. Like I love, I've always loved residential real estate because it is, it, man, it's simple. Yeah. It's like one revenue line. Yep. Rent. Yep. So that's the only source of income you have as a landlord, as an investor on a single family home small multifamily home yep. or property. So you got to get that right. And so I think that's your point is that if you're not managing that, you're lowering the value of your property. Big time. Because it's you're not producing the cash flow if somebody wants to buy it 
or you're just not getting the cash flow yourself to service the debt if you have debt or just to cover the the normal expenses as as the taxes, insurance, maintenance, management. So Right. And it's like if you look around at any other business that has, it generates revenue, especially these big ones, uh, restaurants or wherever, like, you know, they're all always going up on prices. You know, they're, they're, yeah. everything is going to cover their business. I mean, there's a reason why people go up, either the demand there or they have to. Yeah. You know, one or the other. So in our market, I believe that the demand is there. Yeah. And, and, and we'll get kind of to the high level philosophical right here about why this is important and, and what it is, but it's your only source of income for the rental property, mm -hmm. but it goes back to econ 101 supply and demand. Mm -hmm. And if there's a limited supply and there's a great demand, then the prices are going to go up, yep. but there's also some fundamentals behind it that I don't think people give enough credit to. We've talked a few times recently about your young investor who said the rent is this today, but I'm looking out in 10 years. So I think I told you I had a mentor who explained this to me and it really clicked as, and I've seen it over the past 20 years as rents have increased over 20 years now. And so I can, I can, I can definitively say that rents will increase over the long term. Mm -hmm. Now, it might be lumpy and bumpy, and it might be a couple years flat, stair step. It's not going to be a smooth no. upward 3% a year. But, I, but history shows, much like the stock market where you're betting on American industry and technology and, and where things are going in the future, that rents will increase. And, and rents are a function of it, personal income. That's what I didn't realize. It's, it, you you kind of like, I've just, I didn't understand where rents, how they got their value or where that came from, yeah. but it comes from personal income. And if you think about it, what everybody, most every investor, most every mortgage borrower knows that there's a rule of thumb for what the rent should be yep. or what a personal household should pay. What, if you were, what, what do you think the personal household? 25%, I believe. Up to a third, up to a third, you know, up to a third is the, is the rule of thumb. Yep. So I just pulled an article that came out published on uh, yesterday okay. about New York city housing. Now, New York city housing through the pandemic got really awesome, but post pandemic, it is a crunch. People want to be back in the city <laughs> rents, the affordable, it, it, it's unaffordable. Right. So it says here that vacancies at affordable rents are at a 30 year low in NYC but what was most interesting to me is it says that, you know, the guideline that a household's rent should not be more than 30% of gross income. That's the guideline. Okay. Because half of the renters in New York City exceed that. So there, half of the new renters in New York City are paying more than a third. And it said over 33%. So a third of them are paying over 50% of their monthly income in rent. Right. And so, so again, if we go back to what that means to us as landlords, that means as income increases, rents will increase because people want to pay up to a third of their income 
in rent. And you're answering the question is how is market de rent determined? And this yeah. is some of it. This is this is the fundamental of it. Like the, yes. e the, the, the surface level is the market comps or the income approach. Like can you get back into appraisal 101? But what originally drives, but what drives it is personal income. Yeah. And, if, and I, so I went back and I got this awesome graph of hourly income over the per past 40 years. Okay. Okay, so in, in, in 1980, people were making about $5 an hour. Yeah. Which translates to 10 grand a year <laughs> in annual income. Yeah. And then if you get, I didn't do the math, but if you do it, if you do a third of that, the rent ends up being about 250 to $400 a month that people yeah. would pay. Okay. So then you fast forward 20 years from 1980 to 2000, to 2000 and now people are making $10 an hour. Yeah. Which translates to about twenty grand a year. Which, if you do the twenty grand divided by twelve to get your monthly, and you're talking about five hundred to eight hundred dollars a month in rent twenty years ago. You jump to twenty twenty two, and you're pushing twenty dollars an hour. So it's almost doubled again yep. the the income. Yep. And so what are rents? What are rents now? About a thousand bucks. To fifteen hundred bucks. So we're holding the. That's pattern. about a third of somebody's income on the average. So that's exactly where we are, but it's just not necessarily a smooth line up. But right. And because people aren't looking back at trends and how real estate has gone, yeah. they're looking at this. Because most people are coming, come in and in and out. <laughs> they're not in it for forty years. Right. You right. know, they come and then now they don't realize it. They come in now, they don't realize it. And then all of a sudden, if they've been in it 40 years, they go, wow, look what's happened. And all it did was gave me just exactly what you talk about every time is like, well, what if you look out 20 more years? And people I, I are going to be got credit because it wouldn't be. People are going to be paying $2,000 for rent to, to $3,000 for rent in and 20 years. And if you're in this for the long haul, the deal that might not be the greatest deal right now is going to be a good deal later. Uh, that is, man, that in addition, there's so many like great points. And that to me was like one thing that I thought about was like, I have, I have talked to so many investors, so many non-investors yeah, who used to be investors who sold a property they wish they'd never sold, oh, who had an opportunity to buy a property that they didn't. And as long, and so, so I think my advice to myself, to the listeners, to all is like, if you find a property in a location that you like and that you would want to be in, and it's a fair price, buy. you should buy it. If it's not a location you want to be in and it's not a great, it's not a price that you think is fair, you probably don't want to do it. Because if it's a good location that you're excited about at a price that you, you can stomach, you're going to look back in 20 years and be thankful as opposed to regret. Because guess what? I can look out the office window and see two properties I had an opportunity to buy when we moved over here. And wish you had. And oh, I drive by them every day and wish I'd bought them. Because <laughs> it was a good location and a fair price. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't want to pay a fair price. I just wanted a deal. I wanted a deal. There are no deals. I wanted a deal. So this is live conversations that I'm living right now. So th this is not really on our notes, but this is a live thing I'm living. 
I'm adjusting my personal buying right now. I like to talk about some of this with the, you know, with our listeners and, and followers that I'm going through this adjustment right now. Mm-hmm. A home that I bought last year, and especially two years ago, in my mind, that's where I still want to be. Okay. Price-wise, <laughs> to purchase. God, yeah. To purchase. You like that it's appreciated, but you want to go back and I buy it. I want to go it. back and buy it yeah. three years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm having to do is to, I, I don't even mean get creative, because that makes it seem like I'm going outside of my no. buy box or whatever. I'm just having to buy it differently. It's not a buy right, and it's not a buy wrong. I'm buying it differently. And with the mindset of... 10 years down the road and rents have increased. So the, what your, 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 your monthly income for that property has increased over the past two years Yes, because it was slow and steady for many years yeah. and then it has shot up. Right. And so this has been a great opportunity. I mean, like now is the time to raise rents. There is no doubt about it. Or, or another way to say it, like if you're not raising rents through this, you probably are leaving money on the table. Well, I'd even go likely. 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 Leaving now, there money. might be a, a, a nuance of why you aren't and how it's a better fit, a long-term tenant, something, something, something. But chances are you're losing money by not raising rents. Just had an email yesterday on one of mine on Wayne Road over here in 31122 uh-huh. yeah, yeah. up for renewal. 895 was the new rent. They're paying 750 Okay, And it's a 2131. It's a 3-1 and a okay. half. Okay, 3-1 and a half. Yeah, and they're paying... No, it's a three one. Wayne three one. Yeah. yeah, they were paying seven fifty. They've been there for three years. So two years ago, we took a price increase from seven to seven fifty. So the rent's been for like the last year and a half, right at seven fifty. Well, the last way six, under market. Yeah. Now, so the, right now we're up for renewal. And eight ninety five is that what you said? The market what, rate. That's what the market rent over there is. Yeah. Eight ninety five. I went to them and and they, oh my gosh, no, we 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 have to negotiate. We, I was like, I'd encourage you to call around. So the message to them was to call around and see. They came back and they said, "Would you take anything less than eight ninety five? Would you please take anything I, less?" I than told that? them I'd take eight fifty if they'd sign right now, and yeah. they did. Yeah, a hundred dollars more. I could have gotten that forty five dollars. I don't know if I was going to squeeze them because I know because I guarantee you they 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 called around. Yep. to some other three runs right around oh, no. here yeah. that were vacant. And available and in good condition. You got to have all these things match up. Is yep. your and I'm I'm, and I'm that's, a, that's a supply and demand issue. That's right a supply now. and demand issue. So yep. like if that tenant called and I know they did, if they called around to others in three bedrooms, they were like, well, it's nine hundred or it's at least eight fifty. What are they going? They if they don't sign the lease with you, what are they going to do? They're going to have to go move somewhere else in the same area and pay eight fifty and eight ninety five. Correct. So I, I did go to them and gave them a little bit of a break, 12 months, but I won't do it again next year. Well, and it depends it'll, it'll on what time. their history, right? You've got three years history. You know, are they taking care of it? Are they paying on, on time? time? For are they, months are, in a row. you know, that's so why I did it on that's time exactly right. for 19 yeah, months. It's in a row, worth so, keeping people yeah. for certain, certain reasons. Yes. And that is one of them. If you're going to come in here and I don't, and like I looked, I mean, before the first every month, there you go. So I gave them that forty five, you know, forty five dollars. So in a year, that's going to cost me five hundred and fifty dollars. But yeah. it, you know, for them to pay on time, peace of mind, peace of mind. You don't have to worry about collections. You no. don't have to worry about any and issues. I got a hundred more dollars. I got twelve hundred more dollars this year that I'm going to make than I did last year. And you don't have the turnover of lost rent and the the rehab expense that would for Which, sure. Which, by be the way, the rehab right now the, the 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 prices are high for rehabs because of materials and. 
shortage demand so, yep demand <laughs> supply and demand again so so do, Good. if you're if you're that investor and they challenge you and they're they want to come back use the you know go back to your property manager and to your dpm here and just say hey look challenge them to go look and 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 call call some other places and find out what the rent what the market rent is elsewhere and as long as you're charging market rent and your house is you know safe and clean and acceptable you should be able to get and it. they're going to be that's a good thing you mentioned about the, your property manager they should help you determine what the market rent is mm -hmm. that's right. when it comes to renewal time or on a new lease that they will be able to say hey here's what we're seeing in the market they'll go out to sources yep. of data sources but they've also got their internal data yes. as well to, to 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 analyze and say hey here's what the market rent should be and so you were they you they were able to help you determine 895 is that market rent for that property yes yes and we got right at it and, and i'm happy with it so Let's talk about for a second some of the the ups and downs of of, or I guess some of the issues you're going to run into by having below market rent. I wanted I wanted to do just a quick exercise. Okay. Um. Let's say uh, let's say your market rent. This is real quick and brief, and um, some you can use this or not. But let's just say your market rent was one thousand dollars. Okay. Times twelve is twelve grand. We're going to minus for easy math here, 30% taxes, insurance, okay. maintenance, whatever it may be, that's going to net you $8,400 a year. Mm -hmm. If you divide that by, um, let's say about $125,000 house, you've got about a 6.7 cap. Usually we don't use these numbers for single families, but that's about you're going to be your return. Okay. Now let's say you the market rents a thousand and you're only getting eight seventy five, not a lot less, but less. Times twelve, it's ten thousand five hundred minus Thomas, yeah thirty percent, mm -hmm. seventy three hundred and fifty dollars divided by your one twenty five four. You're all the way down to a five eight. Five eight. You jump a full yeah. point, and if you don't think yeah, that yeah, matters, yeah. if you've got ten. And if you've got 20 and if you've got 30, we're talking in some cases in those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars difference in value that you could sell it for or that anyone is going to uh, put a value on it for. So if you if you don't think that that email that I that I took yesterday about my property on Wayne Road over here, that that wasn't a huge ordeal to me and a huge win for me. Yeah. You're dead wrong. Well, and there's it's, there's also an opportunity cost, right? It, it, if you are if you are a hardcore investor and then that i mean you are just looking at numbers yep. and you're not thinking about what it does for the community or the family that lives there yeah. but you're only looking at numbers you take that hundred and twenty five thousand dollar where can you put that and get a return you're getting if you're getting a seven percent return six percent return five percent return if you're not maximizing your return through your rent rate right. then you could go put that money elsewhere right at potentially a lower activity level easier to monitor as we've talked about you know right. less active more passive you yeah. know but that you're so, running the risk of you're running that risk of a lower value and and it's not properly managing your your correct. property your home right. i mean yeah. it's just not and 
you know, so that so so the importance of it, I think we've hit pretty hard. It's good, a, it's good exercise. What do, do you this. think about the one percent rule as a rule of thumb for the rent of a value? I mean, to rent to value up to a certain point, I think that's a good rule of thumb. Um, you know, anything below a hundred thousand dollars now, it's funny to say that, right? Now, now anything below a hundred thousand dollars is going to be tough. But I do believe in that thousand or in that hundred thousand to hundred eighty thousand dollars, you can get close to that one percent. So if you if you if you bought a house for one hundred fifty, you should as a good rule of thumb, you should be looking to get fifteen hundred dollars of rent. Yeah. To know 14 kind of to, right now, people are buying thirteen hundred, but four hundred yeah. hundred fifty. They're paying yeah. hundred fifty thousand dollars for a thirteen hundred dollar rental. <laughs> so you, but you got to know which is, which is but it's also helping you frame like where your potential. Where rent rates could be kind of yeah. as a as a range oh, you're to kind picking of help out a target. You. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're picking out a target and I don't, you know, I do think the 1% rule is still you're still able to find that here. So I just my my, my important my or my point was is to talk about just the impact in the value or 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 the impact that raising that rent can and if you don't can't have on your property. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I just I, I want to make sure that we get that out there. With a 41% rise in rental figures for Memphis in 2021, what do you expect in 22 and 23? You're rubbing your crystal ball. Yeah. Ooh. That's a, a, again, I think I go back to the I think the drivers, the long-term driver is what we talked about personal income. So that's going to continue to increase. Now what we don't know is how the market reacts to that because of different issues in the market at the time. This is supply and demand over that period. It looks like right now that supply is tight and inflation is high. <laughs> mm-hmm. Demand isn't increasing. So so one thing I see that that really that I really see that affects that is like it seems to me in, in, interest rates are high. Mm-hmm. So it makes it harder to people are less likely to buy homes as interest rates go up. Buying power goes down. Supply of houses is is still super tight, historic lows. So mm-hmm. all that to say is like there aren't a lot of great opportunities for people to buy houses right now. So what does that mean? They got to live somewhere. They're gonna rent. So if you have a lot of people competing for rentals, then you get in that situation where that you were just at. Love, I'd like to raise your rent. I don't want you to raise my rent. Okay, why don't you go look around? Would you take how much less than eight? Oh, I would just you take? It. I mean, you just because it's like you don't have other options because of the demand is so high and the, the supply is so low. So I don't see that changing. I mean, I'm trying to oh, keep my ears up and listen, 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 listen to what everybody's saying. I don't see that changing quickly. No, even though if, the Fed's raising rates and that's going to affect mortgage, but again, that's going to stop people from buying homes, may swing it towards more renters. The, the, I'll never forget one time. When, when it kind of dawned on me, when a banker asked 10 years ago, when we were, they were like, well, what, what happens when you got all these rental houses? What happens when people start just wanting to buy houses? I was like, well, we'll sell them. <laughs> and I was like, that, and, and there's like, but if they, if they don't want to keep them, we'll keep them as rentals. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, like, like if you're in a no lose situation, none, because the upside and the downside take care of themselves with buying and selling. So anyway, all that to say is like when they when people can't buy houses, aren't you super glad you're a, a landlord because they're competing over your house? And then once they all want to buy houses, aren't you super glad that you own houses if you want to sell them? 
Am I, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the pattern of Memphis not the same as any other city that's growing and developing? Everything that's close and convenient is renting, is, is, is tenant-based. Just about, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Chicago and... Well, we just uh, talked uh, about New York City. New York and yeah. Dallas and these other San places. Francisco. Everything right in the city in the middle is, is, is tenant-based and um, uh, non-owner occupant. Yeah. If you want to live out in the burbs, they call it, well, then go yeah. out to where you can find that and drive in and you can have some home ownership. This, our city's not doing anything different. So if anyone, no. like, you know, talking about hedge funds buying and all those other things that might someone might say is a negative about Memphis, no, it isn't. This is the same thing that's happening in oh, all yeah. other uh, cities that are larger than ours. For sure. It's just developing here later because we're a smaller city. Yeah. So it's like it's all it, the, the pattern of if you want to live in the in, in Memphis and you want to live in Midtown or you want to live in in, in uh, Colonial Acres or you want to live where you're 10 minutes from everything. You're going to pay more to be a pay. homeowner yeah. or a renter. One or the other, my yeah. man. It's not you're not. Uh, this is no inferior treatment you're getting here in Memphis. It is the same as everyone else. If you'll yeah. go do that research, that's so why, you know so what I mean? True. Like I, I said yeah. that because yeah. of course, like in every other city, the residential real estate agents are griping about investor purchases. Well, well that isn't changing. It's not going to change. It's not going, not going anywhere. These guys have got so much money. It's not, so you can either cry about it and, and, and you know, uh, woe is me or let's adapt figure and let's it learn out. how to buy and figure yeah. it out. And that's what I've had to do myself. I'm in the process. I mean, that's why I like sharing that. I'm yes. changing the way right. that I'm buying right now. And I'm telling you guys to do the same thing. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to do something I'm not doing. I'm not no. getting deals at $60. I mean, there's not, no, I've gotten some of those. Oh yeah. But they're not to be had. Right. They're not there. Yeah. They're, there's, they're not out there. So I had to, you know, the last three months I've been really going through this cause I haven't bought much. Yeah, One, but I think, I mean, I haven't bought hardly anything. So what am I going to do? I'm going to sit here. Right. No, I'm but a flip change. side is if you, if you, you, you're thinking that in some senses, you're thinking that you're paying 110 cents on the dollar because you're reflecting back on old prices, but really you're paying 90 cents on the dollar. That's exactly because the dollar right. is worth more now. It's worth more now. And in 10 years when I still have the property, cause I've never sold anything and I don't plan on it in 10 years when I have the property, it's going to be 30% more when 20 years, when I have it, maybe I'm passing it on to my kids. It's 50 right. or 60% more than yep. what we're getting. And that's right why Again, I went back to that, that the, the regret of like, if you find a good location, a neighborhood you want to be in, a part of town you want to be in at a fair price, do it. There are neighborhoods you don't want to be in, and it's not a good deal. Even yeah. if you find a good deal, you don't want to be in that neighborhood. You give some good advice about that. We do some zip code stuff on that. But when you find a place you want to be, go there because rents over time are going to go up. Are going to go up. Last thing we'll talk about, uh, our market is, uh, there's a dirty word, it's inflation. Oh, yes. Inflation is impacting everything. How is. is this affecting our rental market in your mind? You know, the, 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 the conventional wisdom says that, that real estate is a hedge for inflation and that you can raise rents as prices go up. Yeah. And I, I can say that I, that I found that to be the case. Yeah. So that is my experience. That's my experience right this minute. We haven't had as much inflation over the past 40 years, but it has continued to be my observation because guess what happens as inflation goes up, personal income goes up and those guidelines for people paying a third of their rent. People don't say, 
I'm making a thousand dollars. I'm paying a thousand dollars. Now I'm making more money. I'm going to save. I'm gonna stay in my thousand dollar rental and save that money. People go. upsize their lifestyle on on the whole. Yeah. Most people upsize their lifestyle. So again, those rents keep going up. They keep upgrading the houses. It's yeah. a it's. I I, I see inflation, and I, I, I what I have seen is that rent rates have made up for that rental increases right now have made up for that so what i heard you just say is that for one you're moving on up to the east side yes always always <laughs> he's too young for that yeah man that. oh man but what i am hearing you say is that investing in real estate is a great way to hedge inflation yes and make sure that you're covered in these in these times yes in other words I'm going to be protected with my portfolio because I'm conscious and continuing to raise my rents to cover the, yeah. some expenses of maintenance and whatever yeah. it may Mainten be. Materials have increased. Materials, labor for everything. labor for that. But yeah. the 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 uh, taxes might go up a little bit. Insurance might go up a little bit. Yep. Rates might go up a little bit. But you can raise your rents, and as inflation is going up, so and they can, in 10 you can years, keep that. That's right. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think it's anything negative. I think it's actually a positive for us. That's why I've right talked, now, yeah. right now it is. And I've talked for years about the reason why I sell this product. And I've told you this a million times. Yeah. The reason why I sell this product is because when it's in the toilet, the market, there are people buying and people cash selling. buyers are out of the woodwork and yep. they're ready for deals. And when it's the market is on the way up and everything's going great, I have guys that are coming and wanting to get into real estate Absolutely. and that's an awesome time as well to get into it. So there's, I, I'm, I'm not okay with chaos, but market shifts are okay for yeah. guy, for guys that own rental properties because we're going to you know have you gone down in rent much <laughs> like over your 20 years of investing how many times have you had an $800 rental that now you can't get but 650 it doesn't happen. Does it, it doesn't happen. Right. I could see if you if right. you let it fall in disrepair or it was in a part of town that you yeah, shouldn't have been you're in. Doing everything but you're but those to those two things are are, are, are very much in your control because yes. you you can see where a good neighborhood is yes. and you can keep a property up. As I've said for the last year year and a half, and Alec here helped us last week on the. I loved the time lapse that you did, man. That, that yes. you saw the time yes. lapse where we told you a year ago you needed to buy real estate. Uh, we came yeah, back and told 25%. you twenty five percent. So if you guys bought when I asked you to buy a year or so ago, you've made twenty five percent in equity in your property. I'm telling you the same thing now with your market rent. Continue to go up on your market rent. If you don't, you're mismanaging your properties. Assuming yep. you're taking care, like you just said, taking care and they're in areas that are desirable. I'm hoping you're not buying in areas that aren't, and I'm hoping you're taking care of your properties. But if you're doing those things that you're supposed to be doing and you're not raising your rent, you're mismanaging. You leave it, you mismanage it and you're leaving money on the table. Yeah. So be yeah. conscious of that. Anything else you want to add? No, that's awesome, man. Guys, if you have anything else, Dean at Crestcore.com, Spotify, iTunes, our YouTube channel, and on Facebook, you can go and search uh, Investor's Guide to Memphis Real Estate. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you.